Welcome to the Awakening Catholic Catholic Men Show. <laughs> Awakening Catholic Catholic Men Show. We're Catholic we Catholic. We're dropping bombs today. We're going to be talking about cursing, cussing, and swearing. So without further ado. Uh, we're talking about cussing, cursing, and swearing. Um, I think I'm going to turn it over to Nick. What are your favorite? I don't feel ready for this, and I don't think any of us are. Well, you know, you know we what we need right now? done the plugs. That's right. Oh, plugs. Kenny. So uh, if you would like to support this studio and this show and everything that happens and uh, keep the lights running and feed our children, uh, you can <laughs> donate to the Awakened Nation by going to awakencatholic.org by making a monthly donation. Uh, you can help everything that's going on here help spread the gospel using new media. It's a great way. So include us when you're considering your, your tithe. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Who's next? And you can download an application on your mobile cellular device. This is the Awakening Catholic app. You can find it in the App Store. Uh, you can get it on your iPhone, your Android. It doesn't even matter. The great thing about this, as opposed to the website, is the community forum. You're able to have conversations with the show host and other people you may not know. But they're going to be very nice. Generally. <laughs> Generally. Yeah. Generally. It's pleasing. It's supposed to be an uplifting conversation uh, and a great community forum. So yeah. Yeah. don't say anything not uplifting. Sounds good. And last but not least, we invite you to go download the Hallow app at hallow.app slash awaken. We love the Hallow app. It's a great app that you can use uh, for audio meditation, going to sleep. It's got a lot of great meditations. We've been listening to the Bible in a Year podcast mm. with Father Mike Schmitz. It's pretty awesome. If you download it at hallow.app slash awaken, you'll get a free 30-day premium trial subscription, and you'll also support our ministry. And we thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. You can also like, subscribe, rate. All that stuff helps us out. Recommend us to a friend, um, but not your children, because this would be a bad episode to have your children listen to, <laughs> because we're going to use gonna say some, some potty mouth. Yes. Are we? Uh -huh. I totally missed out on the show prep for this one, so I'm uh, excited to see what happens. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. There are words I use sometimes. One of them, shit. So maybe, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be. So it's always know? there's an intervention going on. Yeah, maybe this You're is the object of the intervention. Yeah, today. maybe some people are gonna set me straight here today. Uh, but uh, also, your socks are terrible. I just want you yeah, to know that. Some people don't so like annoying. my socks. It's fine. These right. these socks would be better. We've yeah. gotten we've yeah. gotten community feedback about Rob's socks <laughs> from previous episodes. It wasn't about my. Socks. I'm joining in solidarity. <laughs> it was about me. I'm joining in solidarity <laughs> with the socks. Team team no shoe. So anyway, <clears throat> I would take my shoes off, so but what, I like them too much. So what do we make about this topic, huh? Cursing, swearing. What was the other one? Cussing. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cursing. pull a, a John Mark here. Yes. What do we mean by swearing it's a great question nick because you know you think about swearing in and of itself it's got so many different meanings at least two <laughs> <laughs> but so many <laughs> okay well seriously like, yeah we were thinking about this beforehand and we use those words to refer to a whole kind of realm of words and expressions um and there are at least a few initial distinctions we can we can make i mean it's interesting thinking about the, the word swearing you know for a variety of profanities whatever but swearing obviously originally that that's referring back to a religious context swearing like i swear to the lord you know i swear 
um, which you know scripturally was was something that was forbidden to swear um, casually, you know, uh, in the Lord's name. Um, so there's so there's some part of this whole whole thing goes back to kind of the religious context, uh, words and phrases that use the Lord's name in vain, or that invoke the Lord's name in vain, or invoke heavenly uh, religious things, you know, heaven or hell or damning or things like that. Um, but then there's a whole other side of the, the cursing and swearing stuff. That's just like, um, potty mouth, potty mouth stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like the poop words. But what do we mean by potty mouth? <laughs> what do we mean by the poop words? <laughs> the <type> poop words? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That sounds me? really smart. Who are you again? What? No. Who are you? Why should I listen to you? Why are, why are you on this episode? I'm just some dude, man. You're just yeah. some dude. No, I mean, none of us are just, who are you? Have we not introduced ourselves? Oh, I don't we think didn't, we didn't introduce, we introduce ourselves. ourselves. I was trying to segue into introducing oh, yeah, ourselves. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> to my left, we have. Oh, John Mark Grodi, host of Elevate Ordinary, co host, I'm so sorry, co host with my beautiful wife of Elevate Ordinary here on Awaken Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I am Rob Holler. Uh, Nick tells me I am the host of this show, but other than that, <laughs> I'm a husband, father, and just a guy. Mm hmm. My name is Kevin Jory. This is my first one. I'm an Awaken team member, and I help behind the scenes mm-hmm. normally. Well, welcome to the front of the scenes. This is like the worst episode I could possibly think of <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> to start on the show. Why would that be? My yeah. mom's probably going to watch this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, Kevin, thanks so much for joining us for your first time. Also, you are a freaking amazing team member, so thank you for what you do for Awaken Catholic. Um you know, nobody sees the things you do, but it makes a huge difference. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm very bad at receiving I compliments. body language. I just like, receive it. Okay, give the focus to someone else. Yep. Uh, I, well, hello. I'm Nick, uh, host of the definitive Awakened Catholic Show. And um, <laughs> all the other sub shows <laughs> at Awakened Catholic. And uh, yeah, I'm on team with Kevin here at Awaken, and uh, just really excited to have great conversations with amazing guys. I'm Mike Tenney. I'm Catholic speaker and worship leader out of Washington, D.C., and also the hope of host of Pop Culture Catechism on Awaken Catholic. And I'm very happy to be here with you guys. I only get to be here like every three episodes or so, so I'm super happy to be here. So um, you were saying about like, there's a lot in scripture about the swearing. And I feel like there's a commandment about not taking the Lord's name in vain. So we say like, God damn it. Or Jesus Christ. uh, We just went there. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about what we're talking about. Right. right. I missed the pre-show. So I wasn't ready psychologically for the cameras being on and these words happening. Yeah. So then, and then there's like, Oh my God, or good Lord. Like there's all sorts of ways that we use the Lord's name that we're not really yeah. talking about God most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, I actually find myself a lot of times when I hear people say the things you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, like if someone says the, the the name of our Lord, you know, Jesus Christ, I will literally be like, hey, it's not his fault. Um, you know, I just try to remind people, like, you're actually talking about someone that's real. It's not just like a euphemism. It's not just a random set of sounds that your mouth makes. Like, it's a real person that you are like almost, you know, cursing him for this, you know, stubbing your toe or whatever it is. Also, can we address the fact that there's this fantastic there's a bunch of smoke of, yeah. cigar, of a pipe smoke in the camera? kind of hanging out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, another aspect of all this that we, I think we have to address too is that, um, as you mentioned, Mike, sometimes these, we, we say those things sort of like in, almost involuntarily, mm-hmm. and that may be partly because of a bad habit that we've developed. But oh, yeah. there's also like, I think, a difference between, you know, a very conscious 
you know, using the Lord's name in vain in a very conscious way and mm-hmm. the, the habitual ways that people often use it, which I think still is wrong, mm-hmm. but obviously there's, there's a difference there between the, the very intentional conscious use mm-hmm. and then the involuntary, um, you know, the things that we let out in a moment of like when we stub our toe when it, yeah. when it comes out Now we've got to work on those too, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a difference in those as well. Yeah. I think with the involuntary thing, like I think about like if God is supposed to be the one we love above all things and his name is supposed to be sacred. I think we don't quite understand that in the way that people of the old Testament, like they understood the power of the Lord's name. Um, but I think that that is telling if you can say, God damn it, or Jesus Christ, or, and you, you can say the name of the person that you're supposed to love above all things and not even think of them. I think that's reflective of something deeper, you know? And when, when we use names for, you know, other groups, you know, um, like if I, if I, um, like I, I remember in uh, high school, some of my friends, if something was stupid, they would say like, ah, oh, that's so Jewish or something like that. Or that's, oh, that's, yeah, I remember or, that. that's or that's so gay or like, um, or don't be a homo. Like, like there's, there's, there's ways that like, if you're using the name of a, a group of people as like, a, or you're such a retard, like there, there's things like that. Like it, even if you're not specifically trying to make fun of Jewish yeah. people, homosexuals, you know, uh, people with mental disabilities or, or, uh, learning differences, whatever. I think it says something about a certain amount of thoughtfulness or lack of thoughtfulness, thoughtlessness that you would, you would say those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know how, I, I think there's, there's some connection there to this, the same when we speak about God with that same level of thoughtlessness that reflects something about us, you know? Yeah. So and I think even in those involuntary moments when, when something like that happens, again, we still recognize that there's a, there's a lapse in judgment there. There's a there's a letting a letting go of something that should be held on to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you lose your temper, like we have these phrases, to lose your patience, to lose your temper, to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And when those happens, again, sometimes we then often do things, you know, either either physically or verbally, we something comes out that you know, we regret. Um, and so like even in those situations where they're you know, one might be tempted to feel a certain justification because, oh, I stubbed my toe and it hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. We still recognize that there's a there's a slight character flaw still mm-hmm. in that sense that you weren't able to remain composed mm-hmm. in that difficult mm-hmm. situation. So again, it's it's maybe a lesser gravity to a very deliberate cursing or yeah. taking the Lord's name in vain. But even if it's involuntary, <laughs> there's still a, a, a an habitual vice there. Mm-hmm. You know, right. That that's so it's right. almost it's less reflective of just how bad it hurt to hurt uh, to hurt your toe, mm. uh, and it's more reflective of your lack of character in the face of pain. Yeah, mm. even if unexpected pain. That's right. kind of you know what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, some some guy stubs his toe and doesn't necessarily use a bunch of curse words, but jumps up and down and you know and throws a little tantrum. It's like well. Okay, well, your, you okay, your toe dude? hurts, but it's like, <laughs> you know, like, be a man, come on, yeah. Yeah. Pain. Come yeah. on. <laughs> you know, but, but it's weird because with cursing, it's almost, it's considered socially as like, I, we would, it's interesting, actually, that example, we would, we would think, to, we would look down on someone who would throw a little tantrum, a little hissy fit mm-hmm. if they sub their toe. But when someone curses, we tend to be, we tend to regard it as more of a cool thing mm. when really it's the same I let go of something that I should have held mm. together. Right. You know, I let it out. You to know? me, that's the the biggest, um, w- where I find it to be the most problematic is when it's an expression of uh, losing control of your faculties or yourself or um, like when it's in anger. And it, to me, like we should be working towards building enough character that we don't get to that point. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, 
to me, it's almost less about the words and it's more about like where your spirit's at in those moments. Mm -hmm. And that's more the issue to me. Uh, it's just like reflective of where your spirit might be in those moments. Yeah. There's a, there's a perfection of the virtue of prudence, uh, called Salertia that, that you would, about. I was, no, but it's referring to, so prudence is this habit of going through life intentional and alert and, and reasonable, you know, remaining reasonable, no matter what's going on, trying to, trying to turn to reality and make a decision in the context of reality. Mm-hmm. Well, then the Salertia is this perfection of, of prudence, wherein when we're in difficult circumstances, bewildering circumstances, surprising circumstances, that we, we don't suddenly throw reason out the window just because we stubbed our toe. Mm-hmm. No, we, we, we're able to hold it together and make a conscious decision about how we respond to the circumstances. And so that's an important thing because, again, like you can be a very prudent person, you know, a very discerning person, a very calm person, but then you stub your toe and then all bets are off. Suddenly you're yelling at people and you're punching things and you're <laughs> saying all kinds of profane words, you know. Rob, you looked like you had something to say. Did you have something to say? No, I'm, you know, I, I think you guys are completely right. You know, and there's certain expressions and things we should not be saying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and spirits in which you can say things that are, you know, they're wrong. They're careless. They're thoughtless. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, you know, can you put those into those categories for us? Like, what are some things that we should not say? You know, the things I will not say. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it. Those are probably those things. Touche. Um, you know, I, I wonder, and I hope, maybe for my own sake, uh, are there, you know, ways in which it is okay? Or, is it, you know, I, I think maybe sometimes when I use these choice words, I'm just being crass. And that's not appropriate. Um, Why? But is, is there... Are there certain words that we that fall under these categories, or that would be appropriate at certain times to say? So can I can I share a story? Yes, please. So whenever I was a Catholic high school teacher for uh, fourteen years, and so I would often talk about cursing with my students, and the, a common opinion I would always hear. Uh, so there's there's two that I want to throw past you guys and see what you think. The first one is there's words. It's just words. They don't matter. What would, what would you say to that? Because my students would throw that at me all the time. It's like, Mr. Ten, they're just words. I mean, what do you think? So is I love you. They matter. They, they, mean I love you are just words, words but it power. means something. They, and they yeah. do something. It's like when Adam in Genesis has to name all of the animals. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to name them? Names change based on their meaning. So obviously, there has to be some meaning to the words. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's power in being able to identify things by their name and like yeah, words. I mean, the freaking the universe was made by the word of yeah. God and it, everything that mm-hmm. was made was made in the word and nothing that was made was made without the word and mm-hmm. yeah. and those words that that word was Jesus and let there be light. Like there's something super deep and profound to to process in that. And the words are one of the primary ways that we communicate our very mm-hmm. selves. Yeah. That's yeah. how we can relate to each other. It's how we are in relationship. So yeah, symbols are powerful, and yeah. words. Are, what are words? Are symbols? It's the media. They're yeah. sacraments. Of expressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Words are sacraments because sacraments. What they they they're they're a phys, they're a visible sign of an invisible reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you and I hate you, are sacraments. They are words. Mm-hmm. They're mere words, but yeah. they do something. They enact something. They mm-hmm. change reality when you say those things. They're a sacrament in that they're a physical a physical representation of a spiritual thing or right. a physical expression yeah. of a spiritual thing. Yeah. And that's why I said earlier, like, to me, it's less about the word itself and more about what it reflects about the interior life. Yeah, because at least with some, because again, we're getting to different categories here. So even if 
again, you stub your toe and you don't necessarily say words that we would recognize as profane words, you would still recognize in somebody, oh, that they have had this lapse in virtue. You know, they've exhibited, they've, they've lost their temper. You know, if I, if I sub my toe and say, mm-hmm. you know, rack of it's the rabbit hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Tag, you yeah. Know, uh-huh. But I don't actually get around to saying a curse word. You would still recognize that there's been a lapse mm-hmm. in character, a lapse yeah. in judgment. Mm-hmm. A vice has been displayed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, words matter. Words matter. Um, so that, that's your first that's one. That's my first. I have my okay. second one. But we can, oh, yeah. second one. So my second one is I would always pull out scripture. So Ephesians 4.29 is uh, more or less, I'm paraphrasing, is, is let nothing um, profane come, or, uh, come out of your mouth, but only s- such that is edifying for uh, your brothers and sisters. So mm-hmm. let no filthy language come out of your mouth. I, mean, I forget exactly what it says. Probably depends on the translation. So I would say there it is. Paul says it in scripture, let nothing filthy come out of your mouth, but only language that builds people up, that edifies people. To which uh, one of my students, uh, Jabari, raised his hand and said, so Mr. Tenney, if I'm building someone up, can I curse? So if I'm like, mom, I effing love you. <laughs> and I said, well, I wonder what your mother would think about that. It well, was that's like, exactly why yeah. to me, it's not the word itself. It's what you're doing with it. Like, yeah. what are you expressing? So if I'm like, Nick, you're such a badass. Yeah. 100%. Or like, you're the shit, man. Yeah. And I'd say like, shit, man. Thank you. Like, and I don't think there's anything. And, and to me, the issue is, is like, we build up these cultural expectations and standards of like, what is proper behavior and a lot of times what that leads to when it's like taken to the extreme is people that live miserable lives that don't know how to express themselves that like taken to the to an unhealthy extreme where you're so concerned about propriety that you're not concerned about things that actually matter and that propriety uh, creates distance between you and other people around you instead of just living your life expressing your life but being a virtuous person that then what you communicate is not rooted in vice or or whatever um, and so I'm less, like I've said, you know, three times now, like the words don't matter to me. I'm more concerned about like, wh- why are bad words, bad words? Because somebody doesn't like them. I don't give two shits about what somebody doesn't like. Shouldn't I'm, you? <gasps> shouldn't you care? If it's not based on like, am I breaking one of the commandments? Am I breaking one of God's edicts? Like what, why, why does it matter to me? Why should I live my life built up around the premise that I need to make sure everyone around me thinks I'm operating within this cultural paradigm that is acceptable. Mm-hmm. These cultural paradigms are totally fabricated. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, you went through this litany of things that when we were in high school, people used to call each other mm-hmm. all these things that, yeah. that in essence are not words that inherently are bad, that mm-hmm. they're being misused. Yeah. And then a really silly example is I have an, uh, 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 someone that I care a lot about who uh, has same-sex attraction. And he, uh, one time I was driving and I he was giving me directions and uh he said all right go forward here he's like oh straight here i thought i was supposed to turn he's like no no no, not straight go forward like to him because he has same-sex attraction the word straight has become a bad word to him as a joke mm-hmm. but like we just artificially we create these boundaries around words and stuff that don't have to be there mm-hmm. like we just used two seconds ago Tenny, we just used the word shit three times mm-hmm. there's four and it, there nothing bad really just happened mm-hmm. yeah well so again some distinctions here. I think there's a big distinction between those those cursing the profanity that involve the Lord's name. A hundred percent. You know, and so in other words, blasphemy. So that's mm-hmm. let's set those over there. Yeah. Those are wrong in themselves in the sense that they should they should only be used in a respectful, reverent way. Things like shit. You know, I was thinking about I, I I'm so the Philippians three eight. Indeed I count this is Philippians three eight, I'm reading here. Okay. Indeed I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Now, I'm no scripture scholar, but I have heard scripture scholars tell me that the word rubbish can be translated and probably was more referencing shit. Mm-hmm. Scubala. It was, it was, he was saying, I count it all as rubbish, you know, yeah. you know, as crap, waste. You know? mm-hmm. So again, the, the point being that, you know, so there's this other category of things where, um, certainly when you stub your toe and you lose your temper, there's this sort of loss and mm-hmm. it's involuntary, just again, it was like punching in the wall. But there are some moments where punching is an appropriate thing. Mm-hmm. And perhaps there are some moments where the emphasis of, uh, to, to get this, point across in this very intentional way that I really count this all as mm-hmm. rubbish. Yeah. And that, uh, and that the, the scripture writer uses that to, to give his point. So in my, my student Jabari, I, like I felt like he kind of changed my mind on a lot of this. And it's like, so that, that, that Ephesians four twenty nine, like let your language reflect only things that build people up, not that tear people down. So like, Rob, let's say hypothetically someone commented on a video and denigrated you, okay, in an effort in an effort to build you up and say, Rob, don't worry about that. That's bullshit, okay. And Thank because you, because and like that that person's not going to hear it, okay. You're going to hear. It. So I'm not denigrating them. I'm building you up, right? And so um, in that way, and especially as someone who doesn't curse a lot, except on this episode, like maybe like it hits a little harder that, you know, so it builds you up even more. Yeah. You know, I really mean it, you know, my, um, (laughs) so another, another instance. So the, probably the person I cuss around the most is my wife. Like, it's just kind of like a love language almost like we kind of like, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, I'll be complaining about something and she'll be like, well, maybe if you weren't such a little fucking bitch about it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and and it's like, that makes me laugh, you know, and I'll say the same thing, you know, the same thing to her. And like, if anybody else heard of the point, Oh my gosh, you guys talk to each other. But it's like, we understand and totally understand. It's just being funny. Like we're, we're, we're kind of like getting the other person to be like, you know, it's not that, it's not that big a deal, you know? So, um, and that totally builds us up, you know? And so I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like that's okay. Like those words can be used as a, as a linguistic tool to, to add emphasis to something or, or to help contextualize, you know, the degree to which something is meant or, and, and, and it doesn't have to be negative or, um, it doesn't even have to be, I don't know, just the whole propriety thing drives me nuts. Like, you know, propriety brought us corsets. Like women had to wear corsets for propriety and that sucked for them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not interested in living life so that everyone else is comfortable. Like I want to live life to please God, to become a saint and to bring other people to Jesus. And I don't think, in fact, I think an overemphasis on propriety is, is really moralism and mm-hmm. naked without shame. Just uh, either they just released or they're going to release an episode on moralism and, and how that's not a good thing because mm-hmm. it actually is all about us and us feeling affirmed in how good we are instead of actually doing what God is calling us to do. It's a letter of the law over and against the spirit of the law. Exactly. Yes. And that's yeah. like what Jesus was railing against. And if yeah. it makes me feel holier to not be someone that uses certain words, then that actually is probably not helping you become a saint. Yeah. So you should use those so words. So you should specifically then. go out of your way to curse. Oh. <laughs> well, I they think can, it comes back to prudence. Prudence. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be used. We know, we certainly know times in our own lives and we at least speculate in other people's lives around us where those words are used as a crutch, mm-hmm. as a way of expressing yourself uncreatively. Oh, yeah. Not having to express yourself because mm-hmm. you can just resort to these quick, crude expressions. So they can certainly mm-hmm. be overused. 
you know, but I think, you know, you read Shakespeare, you read the scripture, Mm -hmm. that there is a time for the emphasis, again, never using the Lord's name in vain, but, um, but referring to heaven, referring to hell, referring to scuba, the crap, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for emphasis. Uh, I think of, I don't, and this doesn't necessarily apply, but I was just thinking of one of my favorite songs is from Man of La Mancha, Mm -hmm. you know, to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause. Sometimes the use of the word hell. Mm-hmm. You know, not flippantly necessarily, mm-hmm. but as emphasizing the the realities mm-hmm. that we're surrounded by yeah. heaven, like the four last things: heaven, hell, death, and, or death, Earth. judgment, heaven, hell. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, invoking those those real things to uh, to connect back to the gravity within which we live. There's a place for that. I have a question. Yes, I don't want to derail anything. No, but go for it. Since derail. we've established that swear or not swearing, sorry, cussing is good <laughs> that's that's exactly what we're saying yes all right yes. case closed sorry continue <clears throat> when is it okay for your children to start cussing oh it depends are they homeschooled or are they at <laughs> are they going to catholic school or public school i think there's a different Ooh, answer for each one i'd love to yeah i'd love to hear the difference Lower is respectable. i'm kidding <laughs> So I would, I would say, um, does it feel weird? Even So th- like, this is where I would push that. back on Nick a little bit that propriety there's, there's a, there's a proper place for propriety, yeah. right? Like we've decided as a culture that we drive on the right side of the road. That's just a made up rule. We could just as easily drive on the left side of the road. So I'm going to drive on the left side of the road. Well, if you're doing that, you're going to cause a lot of damage because it's against propriety, even though it could be different, right? We could decide that shit didn't mean shit. We could decide that shit meant I love you, you know, but we don't, we know that shit means something else. And so there's a certain place for propriety and that's, that's a, a lesson to, to have with children as they grow up that like, well, and actually one of, one of the teachers I used to uh, uh, teach with would, would say like, you kind of, you know, when he, like, he would catch a student cursing, he'd be like, look, I know people curse, but you don't curse in school, right? I don't, you don't curse at your job. You know, there's, there's certain places you don't, but you know, you're with your buddies and you say something like he's like there, you know, and, and learning, learning that, that is, is a, totally cultural. Because uh-huh. There are places like in a lot of but Europe. Even and- if it is time out, even if it is cultural, like, I think we should take some care not to offend people. Yeah. yeah it's like, don't drive on the left pants, side of the road. But, like, yeah. you know, we should just wear because, pants, generally. Yeah. We should yeah. wear but, shoes. But, I don't, so, okay, you like, wait. I don't belong to any culture. I'll just pick all the best things I want to do whenever I want. It's not life. Why not? Um, no. I, <clears throat> okay. So, two things. One, the example of driving on a certain side of the road is totally different because that's not just, like, behavioral things that are a preference for a culture it's literally like a way of organizing things so people don't die um and i think that's not a fair comparison because keeping people driving on the same side of the road like keeps health and safety and everything um but the other what what was it that you just said two seconds ago um i think we should take care not to needlessly offend people yeah yes thank you um i would i would just say that i would ask why and because to me, the bigger issue is people's uh, uh, proclivity to be offended, um, because I think that we we build like this. Uh, and I don't mean this in the political sense. I mean this in like just trying to find a way to express the the kind of the lack of character in this, uh, this like almost snowflake, like, oh, I'm so easily offended by well, this. So, or okay, that thing. I'll just say sometimes people if like if they're a certain way, sometimes they need to be offended. I Sometimes I need to be offended mm-hmm. because I'm like. You know, it helps me, you know, first off, you know, but, but to answer the question you asked me, 
there was a time where you could not get a job if you had tattoos. Mm-hmm. But there's, are we like, we could have, we maybe we could have an episode about tattoos uh, here at the men's show. But so, you know, by and large today, it's widely socially acceptable to have tattoos as long as, you know, you don't have like Satan on your freaking arm or something. Like, it, it's much widely, much more widely accepted to have tattoos now. You won't have the same challenge getting a job. I have a tattoo. People don't judge me for it. Now, mine is a very holy tattoo. It's the St. Benedict medal. Totally different. Peter Range might still judge me for it. But um, anyways. It does. Yeah. So but my point is that, like, these things shift in such volatile tides. Like, it was it was around a decade ago that it was yeah. hard to get a tattoo with or a yeah. job with a tattoo. Well, and that's moderate, moderation and prudence. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you're wanting to throw them out too much, though, Nick. Because even if we're – so I don't think we've established – that cursing is a good thing, or however you yeah, phrase yeah. it necessarily. Mm-hmm. That, that, that there may great. be a place for maybe the non-blasphemous, um, you know, uh, words and phrases, perhaps at a time. But them even having their place depends on the propriety that exists. Mm-hmm. Because if that propriety doesn't say, you know, most of the time these aren't appropriate, then if that's gone, then they lose all their power. You know, there there is a you know like you know there there are great epic speeches in these movies, you know, or, you know, where someone, you know, um, is, you know, we're, we're damn well going to do this guys, you know, and, and it, it has its power precisely because in that moment you are dropping the propriety to show the seriousness. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do away with this propriety, say that has no purpose, that these manners and mores have no purpose, have no, have no meaning. You're also doing away with sort of the, the oomph that those things have. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. There's even, do you guys remember the movie? Indian in the cupboard? No. no. Does anyone remember this? I haven't seen uh, that vaguely. since like second grade. I remember it exists. Me too. But apparently it like made a bit like a difference on me because in the very end, like the mom is like, hey, like after the whole adventure and everything, the mom's like, are you okay? And he's like, I feel pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what is that? Like That's he's like amazing. a 10-year-old kid. But like the only thing like, so I agree like – you can show emphasis and it's good, but maybe you need to know, maybe it's like fire where it can be bad or good and you need to know how to use it. So like if your three-year-old comes up to you and you're like, dad, you're the shit. That feels weird to I me. I, I honestly don't know if I'd be proud or not. I'm not sure. I don't know. That feels weird <laughs> but to you me, would, but you I can't express still why. Teach them. Like, yeah. you'd be like oh, thank you, thank but you, you can't but, use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I see what you're saying. There is, there is, yeah. we, we got to use our intellect, right? And again, it's going to get back to against moralism. You can't just blindly apply the rules as much as Catholicism gets a, a bad rap for being just like legalism. Follow the rules. Like they're, they're, we have to apply them with some with, with some intellect, some prudence, with some yeah. moderation, like, you know, I'm thinking again about the scriptures, like Jesus says, you know, you've heard you shall not kill, but I say, don't even kill with your words. Like any, anyone who, who, you know, you say, it's like raka. I don't know what that word means, but it's like some raka. sort of in fool. Yeah. Right? Fool. Like yeah. anyone who says you fool will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Like, and maybe at the time that was the equivalent of dumbass. <clears throat> yeah. So you there's there, <laughs> like, I, I think, I think we need to hold these two things in tension that like our words have power and our words mean things and they have power to harm and we should take care not to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, at the same time, like not be a slave to propriety. And yeah, I think that the tension for me to like, when I think about the propriety question, because like the points you guys have made about that are very fair, but the tension for me is that I am constantly in pursuit of the authentic and what I see in this, the over 
uh, concern about, you know, using certain language um, is is in so many people. Like, I've never met anybody. I really don't think I've met anybody that in certain groups of people will be very intentional to pretend they never use any foul language, but then when they're more comfortable and they're acting more like themselves, they do. And so to me, the problem is that we build up these structures in our societies that make it very difficult to authentically express yourself. And I would much prefer that people just freaking be themselves. There's a a big distinction here because like there are people who I do not want to fully express myself to. It would belittle my expression because when I have these private conversations with you, Nick, and you say the words you say. Sometimes I say a few words too, but mostly you. What? <laughs> Hold on a second. What are you talking about? You know, we're out of chat, and some words are said that fall in this category. We're gonna wash your mouth out with soap. And we have a good giggle. You know, we laugh about it. A, man- a good one. manly giggle. A manly it's good giggle. Those, manly. Those, but if this was just like how we spoke, you know. Irregardless of relationship. Irregardless. 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 Of the other person. It's not a word. You know, it would. <laughs> is it? Not? It might. Just keep going. Just keep going. No, don't don't mess up your mojo. Regard for who we're speaking to and the relationships we have with them. You know, I think it. It yeah doesn't make sense. Yeah, there there. Are, I I don't like the this dismissal of those different those different relationships, those different levels. Like all languages have this. You have the familiar and you have the formal address, mm-hmm. and there's a function to that. Like we show people the kind of relationship we're in with them. When we say, hey, Mr. Delatory, I've come to talk to you today about this business mm-hmm. proposition. Like, I'm recognizing, and I'm saying, like, we're, we're still out here. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where I want us to be. We're not buddies yet. Mm-hmm. Just think if Mike was walking around saying what he says to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> to people. Maybe if you weren't such a fucking little bitch all the time. <laughs> I was trying to be the one. I was trying to be the one that. You're cuss- assuming he doesn't talk to me that. <laughs> there, there's a function to that, you know. Like, like again, it's part of. You mentioned earlier, words are how we express our our inner life, and we're we're careful to actually have different ways that we we show the relationship to other people. I speak in a very different way to my wife or to my my good buddy uh, than I do to my business partner or mm-hmm. to my the government official I'm talking to or whatever. There has to be a way to reconcile, though, that, like, I've just seen, like, even at parish missions that I've spoken at, mm-hmm. um, I don't curse at parish missions. Let <laughs> I me hope just not. come out the gate saying that. But I am very. You will never get hired for a parish mission. You're, so, <laughs> you're so inauthentic, Nick. Why don't you be more authentic? Yeah, yeah. You no, start but, being more authentic. But what I do at my parish missions is I am very real about the story of the challenges that I've faced and the incredible power of God that has transformed my life. And I have seen so many people come up to me at events that would otherwise, A, I don't even know how they ended up in the pews. Like these are people that like are very nervous to be there but that they connected with the story and the way that I delivered it in a way that your church cookie cutter Catholic speaker would I, like, I'm very different in that way. I, again, I don't curse, but like, I'm very, very real. And it makes it possible for other people that don't feel like they fit the mold of what society wants them to fit. It makes them feel like they are not cast aside. It makes them feel like they can be welcomed as well. And I think that the challenge is, and this is why I have such a hang up with this propriety thing is like we create this very difficult standard for people who have so many emotional, psychological, spiritual wounds. We create a very difficult standard to, to let people feel like they have a place in our spiritual family. So there's, I mean, there's one thing to say for us to 
respect the way people communicate. You know, I heard a story from a priest who was in a prison doing prison ministry. He said the mass and one of the prisoners had become through his time there and meeting the priest very devout. And he was, he was going to receive communion and you know, the Eucharist fell on the floor and he says, Oh, he said that he dropped the F-bomb. The priest oh, said that? No. Oh. <laughs> the prisoner. The prisoner. That's appropriate. That. Prisoner. But like for that prisoner, yeah. like in the way he spoke and lived his life, like that was a sign of like, you know. Reverence. For the that's, that's a beautiful he story. Yeah. That as a sign a of, cry? Like this is reverence for the Eucharist. Yeah. Huh. You know, for yeah. that prisoner. Yeah. That so we can accept that from other people. I'm mm-hmm. not Certainly. saying that. But like when you know who you're with. But that was in prison. And the way. But if you know who you're with and the way they communicate, yeah. you know, speaking in the mode of receiver, there are certainly times and places, situations where it both is and is not appropriate. Yeah. So that kind of connects to our conversation about what clothing is acceptable for the liturgy. Like when we had an episode on that, we had essentially a very similar verdict of like you have to use prudence. You have to use like you, you have to assess a situation for what it is and not assume that you know all the information about it. Um, but, but that, that is why, to me, I struggle with the cookie cutter. Like, here is what it looks like to be an acceptable, you know, person. And in society. I, I think I think Jesus struggled with that too. You know, he says, you know, you you Pharisees, you you pile burdens, heavy burdens on people's backs. You know, there is, and then you don't lift a finger to carry them yourselves. Like you're you're placing on these people you know, things and, and holding them up to the same standard as like the divine law that's revealed when they're, they're kind of these, these, these ritual things that depend from context to context. Mm-hmm. And so I think what we're, we're coming to here is that not that these, not that the language you use is unimportant, not that you can just say whatever you want whenever, but that it's, it's not like an absolute moral law. You know, like thou shalt not kill is a lot more strict than like, don't say shit, you know, like there's, yeah. there's, there's a level of gravity. And that's one of the things I love about um, the Catholic tradition is there are these distinctions and that's why we rely so much on philosophy. There's, there's, we, we make these good distinctions of, you know, what is appropriate in the different situations. And, mm-hmm. and we try to develop these virtues of, of prudence and moderation so that we know how to apply these general moral principles in the specific situation. Yeah. So. So as always, again, as you said, it comes down to yeah. prudence because mm-hmm. again, and a well-formed not, conscience. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're not, so we, we oughtn't be <clears throat> intentionally using these things to hurt or to wound or blaspheme. That would be mm-hmm. the first level. That's yeah. as right out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then we also should be avoiding that lack of moderation, that lack of temperance mm-hmm. where we're, we're just acting out, you know, I stub my toe mm-hmm. and I start to curse. Well, okay. That's, that's a lapse in judgment. That's a, mm-hmm. a losing control. An unintentional. Temper, unintentional. Yeah. It's a vice. You know, but it's a, it's a habit, so I need to work on that and rein that back in. On, on the other end of all that, there is maybe the prudent you, the prudent uh, decision that in certain contexts, I'm I'm using my language carefully. I'm actually following the manners and mores, uh, trying to be appropriate in the cir- circumstances. But also in other certain circumstances, perhaps for emphasis, or maybe, um, or, or or maybe even. Giggles? For giggles? <laughs> giggles? Manly. Manly giggles. Sh- shits or, or and giggles, actually. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm certainly not, you know, taking major offense or becoming scandalized because a prisoner, you know, or, or, or someone who's maybe new to the church is using language that's different from what I, I use. You know, I'm not pres- presuming to judge them even if it's a different way than I normally speak. In all those cases, the point is I'm, I'm being very prudent with my reactions, my actions, my words. And, I'm, and in terms of the way other people speak... I'm being very uh, intentional and conscious about not judging them or presuming to know their intentions. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that to me is 
at the heart of what my general concerns are is like when we get concerned about some of these things as a society, we are presuming to know too much about mm -hmm. the situation. Mm -hmm. All right, closing thoughts Have, going around. I, I think we've covered this shit. Nick. <laughs> um, I can't. I was, I was, I was going to be like, we you nailed it. But I, I, the thing is, I actually. I put those bleeps in in post. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing, just as an aside. If you are looking for a way to, you know, grow in discipline and, and work those discipline muscles, um, I've been doing this thing for years, ever since actually I like had a huge conversion to the Lord where I just refrain from using the F word in mm -hmm. any circumstance. Um, and it's not because I have any problem with the F word. It's, it's a way for me to at all times be like working my discipline muscle. Yeah. Do you not have any problem with the F word? See, we didn't even go there. There's a whole other category here. There's the, there's the, the God and religious words, mm -hmm. you know, the swearing, mm -hmm. the Lord's name and heaven Blasphemy. and hell and all that. Yeah. Then there's the poop words. Mm -hmm. Then there's the words like referring the sex to words. Se yeah. the sex words. Mm -hmm. And that's like a whole category. We haven't even gone mm -hmm. there. We haven't talked about the sex like, words. What's the deal? Mm -hmm. Why is that its own like weird category? Why do humans yeah. have this whole category of profane words connected to sexuality. If you want an episode of the men's show about these sexy time words, then then leave a comment below telling us to do it. I think the ladies who host Naked Without Shame should cover that. So. They, yeah. Or we could do a collab. A episode. collab. Well, that'd be epic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll have to wear shoes for that one. You'll have, uh, definitely have to wear shoes and, yeah. and ditch the glasses. I think but. the most offensive word said today was irregardless. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought it was a word. Everybody does. Don't worry. Uh, Ir irregardless. We're moving on. Yeah. So I mean, outside of everything, I, I feel pretty damn good. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. I am not going to say a curse word. This is the most I've cussed in like a year. <laughs> in this one episode, coalesced into 30 minutes. I'm just going to say, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Have mercy. Well, thank you all for joining us today on the Catholic Men Show. Is there anything else we need to like talk about or plug or like I mean, if you donate want. again? Donate yeah. to the... Donate. Even if you already donated the first time donate around, again. donate again. <laughs> we appreciate that shit. Down on that. Thank you. Sorry. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hollow.app slash awaken.